Bob Bernie Live. Looking at today's news through a biblical worldview. And welcome again to Bob Bernie Live. And may I remind you again that we are simulcasting in Columbus, Ohio, and in Tampa, Florida. As uh, I conduct my program, Bob Bernie Live in Columbus, but I also have the privilege of uh, guest hosting for Bill Bunkley as we do both programs together to the magic of modern technology. I guess it's not that modern. We, uh, we've been able to do it for quite some time. But anyway, uh, thank you for joining me. And let me give you my uh, telephone number, 877 877- Bob Live, 877-262-5483. Well, there's a lot of buzz in the political world about the big debate last night over in Pennsylvania. Uh, And the biggest takeaway is not that one of the candidates had a terrible time in the debate, probably... Probably the worst performance, and hey, listen, debates are all about performance. It's not about real facts. It's it's performance. And I would say that one of the candidates in the Pennsylvania senatorial debate, one of the candidates had the worst performance I believe I have ever seen in a debate. But that's not the big takeaway. For me, that's not a big takeaway at all, because there is a reason why that candidate did so poorly. The big takeaway is how dumb early voting is. It's dumb. I can't say that it's unconstitutional, but it is not wise. It's not smart to be able to start voting Two weeks, three weeks, four weeks, five weeks, six weeks, seven weeks, eight weeks before the actual election. And here's why. So much can happen in the last two weeks of the campaign, the last three weeks of the campaign. In Pennsylvania, 600,000 people have already voted before they watch the one and only debate between the two senatorial candidates. So for 600,000 people in Pennsylvania, the debate was meaningless. One of the candidates could have said something absolutely outrageous. And yet, if a person in Pennsylvania had already voted for that person... Nothing they could do about it. I, I this this early voting nonsense. Of course, here is my feeling on. I have no idea how you feel. I believe we should provide absentee voting. If, if indeed, you need to vote absentee, you're going to be out of town. Uh, you're confined to the hospital, a nursing home, or whatever, and you absolutely positively cannot make it to a polling station. If that's the case, 
Absentee voting, absolutely, of course. But other than that, Election Day. You show up at the poll on Election Day, you show your ID, and you vote. But Bob, there might be long lines. Hey, that's part of the responsibility of voting. Well, it's uh, inconvenient. Things that are real responsibilities, I don't think they often are real convenient. If you care about America and if you care about voting and you care about the future of our country, you'll get on vote. I think that the more things we add, the greater the possibility for election fraud. I really do. We have election. It should not be hard to vote. But I don't think it should be overly easy either. Now, that's just my personal feeling. You may disagree. And if you do, hey, let's talk about it. Give me a call at 877-BOB-LIVE, 877-262-5483. I would go as far as to say, let's make Election Day a national holiday. You know, we have national holidays. People are off work. Uh, we, you know, we don't have mail. The banks close. Uh, companies close down. Let's make Election Day a national holiday. And on Election Day, that's when we vote. Well, again, Bob, there are going to be long lines. Well, that's fine. Hire more precinct workers. With the money that you would save from the early voting, mail-in voting, and all of that nonsense, with the money that you would save... You could open up more polling places. You can find ways so that the lines wouldn't be quite so long. There is just, there are few things more important for an American than to vote. I just believe it is so very, very important. And so, if what I'm reading is correct, 600,000 Pennsylvanians had already made up their decision about who they were going to vote for before the debate. So why have a debate? It's silly. It's nonsense. Now, as to the debate, who was I referring to who had the worst performance I have ever seen in a debate? John Fetterman, the uh, Democrat. Now, and I'm not piling on. Here is a fact. He had a stroke a few months ago. He has not fully recovered. He has admitted that. In fact, at the very beginning of the debate, he said, I need to address the elephant in the room. I had a stroke. And I'm still recovering. He has trouble reading. He has trouble speaking. Now, does that mean that his cognitive abilities are hampered. No, it doesn't. And I don't know whether they are or not. Uh, So he had a terrible performance. Awful. The worst I've ever seen. And when they announced that he was actually going to agree to the debate, I thought his handlers are nuts. Why in the world 
Would they allow him on the stage knowing that he struggles reading, hearing, speaking? Why in the world would they allow him on the stage with a professional TV entertainer like Dr. Oz? I thought, terrible decision. It was not. John Fetterman had a horrible performance. Now, again, I want to make it clear. Does that mean he does not possess the cognitive abilities to be a senator? I don't know that. Many people who have trouble speaking have a very bright brain, intelligence, and so forth. So I I, I don't know. But the sympathy garnered from the debate... What you're hearing today, I mean, you're hearing some people, it was terrible, it was horrible, it was awful. But more often than not, what you're hearing today, he was so brave. He knew his performance would be poor. In fact, his campaign said before the debate, we don't really expect our candidate to do very well. When was the last time you heard that? But the sympathy was enormous. He showed up. He admitted that he had a stroke. He admitted that sometimes he has trouble forming sentences and reading and so forth. Uh, What I thought was a horrible mistake may have been a brilliant move by his campaign and his handlers. Uh, Who won the debate? Obviously, Dr. Oz. He's smooth. Now, my question is, why in the world would the Pennsylvania Republican Party endorse Dr. Oz? Why did Donald Trump endorse him? The Republicans had a couple of really solid candidates, and they chose Dr. Oz, who is not a conservative He is not really pro-life, and he proved that last night in the debate. Now, do I hope he gets to the Senate? Yep. Because at least he is quasi-conservative. This John Fetterman is a flaming liberal. But um, the polls today, after the debate last night, and the horrific performance by John Fetterman... He is actually pulling away in the polls. Now, that could change in the next two weeks. We'll see. But, um, again, my big takeaway was not who performed best. My big takeaway was let's get rid of early voting. Let's get rid of it. Banish it. We'll be back. Talk radio that makes a difference. Makes a difference. This is Bob Bernie Live. And welcome again to Bob Bernie Live as we uh, we get ready to finish things up on this Wednesday afternoon. Uh, just before the break, I express my opinion, my editorial opinion on how dumb early voting is. I wouldn't say it's unconstitutional. I just think it's dumb. 
And I think it hurts our voting process. Uh, illustration, the uh, big debate that the entire country was watching in Pennsylvania last night was meaningless to 600,000 people in Pennsylvania because they've already voted. So many things can happen in the last two, three weeks before an election. Um, so anyway, that's that's my opinion. Uh, we're going to go down to Logan, Ohio, and uh, we're going to talk to Gary for a moment. Hey, Gary, welcome to Bobberty Live. How are you today? I'll buy you getting ready to go church here in a few minutes. Good for you. Hey, for our listeners in Florida, what is the population of greater metropolitan Logan, Ohio? Uh, my educated guess, which I'm not too well educated, I'd say 5,000. <laughs> so you don't want to get caught in a rush hour traffic in Logan, Ohio. 5,000. I the rush hour is when the school buses are letting out. That's our rush hour traffic. Or harvest time, the tractors come through town. Uh, yeah. yeah uh, all yeah. right, Gary, what's on your mind? One, this is one of the few times that I disagree with you, Bob. I Oh, no. I hey, wait, wait, wait. Yeah. I can't allow you on the air. I'm going to cut you off. You can't disagree okay, with me. I don't allow that. I know. <laughs> okay, no, why? Tell me why. Well, me and my wife voted today. What I do is, number one, I pray about everything. I get a copy of our ballot of our district because, you know, each district has different things. Sure. Gives me a chance to read and review and study. And I mean, there's some people I would vote for. I don't know if they could do anything to change my vote. I mean, if you're in doubt, wait. Uh, you know, you know, like when I use J.D. Vance and Tim Ryan, uh I don't know if Vance could really hardly say or do anything that would change my vote to vote for Ryan. Uh, so, well, I, well, I can't think I can't think of anything that Vance could do to get me to vote for Ryan. But there are things that Vance could do to keep me from voting for Vance. Where, well, uh, you could be. I mean, number one, I, me and my wife went and voted today in, in the downtown metropolis of Logan. Uh, we voted paper ballots. I asked a lady. She said they'd been having a pretty good turnout. There were nine slots that we could vote in in a, in a room. Seven of them were full, when, uh, counting us. We got ready to leave. They had two machines there to count your votes. One had like 472 votes counted, and one of them had like, say, 455. And I asked a gentleman, I said, that's not how many people have been in a day. And he goes, no. That's how many votes they have counted since they've been they've been there. Okay. So you're 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 looking at say nine hundred votes already that is counted. Yeah. Uh, it just tells you to count it. Don't tell you nothing else. And it, it and uh, I like early voting for a couple reasons. Uh, number one, I really like going in. Number two, I hope we have great turnouts. I mean, I hope we. No, really I have do great too. Turnout. I do too. Well, uh, how, where did where did you do your early voting? Right downtown Logan at the uh, I think it's called like the Veteran Memorial. Okay, they got a room with probably yeah twelve or sixteen. Okay, all right. Tables and little booth set up there. Uh, you go in the front, you sign in, show ID and all that, and then you walk about fifty feet and go to a room and vote and leave. Okay, and. Uh, 
I just, uh, I, we're going to have to agree to disagree. You haven't convinced me, and obviously I haven't convinced you, and and that's fine. I, I oh, just I see so many dangers in adding to day of of election voting other than absentee. I, I, I am all for absentee voting. I think that's essential. But well, anyway, we rarely disagree, Gary, but I guess we will this time. Yeah, buddy, I'll keep praying for you. Well, thank you, and you too. All right. God bless you, man. Good to talk you to too. you. Bye. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Uh, I'm not convinced. I, no, I, I'm just not convinced. Now, see, Gary is someone who is a person of conviction. He's educated. He knows what he's doing. He knows what he's going to vote for and who he's going to vote for. There are so many people who are not that way. They are swayed by this or that, and they could be. There are many people who could be swayed by a debate. I believe that there are thousands of people who have already voted in Pennsylvania who could be swayed by what was said or not said in the debate last night, and it's too late. So now I'm not convinced. I I don't like it. Uh, If you do, you have every right to be wrong. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. All right. I am not kidding, however, that we're out of time. And I am just so thankful that you chose to spend time with us this afternoon. And I mean that sincerely. You have a choice who you listen to, what you listen to, and I'm honored. Now, for the folks in Florida, you don't know this, but every day for uh, over 22 years at the end of the program, I always say this, wherever you go, whatever you do, please remember whose you are. Listen. Listen. Think. Think. Discern. Discern.